Good evening, welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football. Uh, I do believe this is going to be a rather special and rather quick edition. Uh, we're obviously here at uh, Sagan World Cup Stadium. It's half time between uh, Korea and Iran in a very important, crucial World Cup qualifying match. I'm joined as always by Paul and as recently by Jamie. Uh, Paul, look at a, a quick overview of the half so far. Uh, I've only paid 10,000 to get in and I want my money back. <laughs> it's been terrible, really terrible. Yeah, I just recently moved flat and painted some walls. I think I might go home and watch them dry. Yeah, it's been honestly, for such a crucial match, it's been utterly honking. Korea have been poor, Iran have been disinterested, and the stadium is full ish, maybe 50 odd thousand over their free t shirts on, but it's not helping any at all, right? But Mark, if we get to the crux of the issue, the reason it's so subdued, the reason the score is nothing each at half-time, is because every person in this stadium is concerned about the future of Lee young the Dijon manager, who was sacked today. Or who do you think? That was really quick. If, if Korea win tonight, presumably there may be a chance he could be appointed as national team manager for the World Cup. Well, if Kate Winter is into young keeper, right? But anyway. So, yeah, so as Jimmy said, the Dijon manager was fired, yeah. resigned, quit. Yep. Push, jumps, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Uh, why, Jimmy? Well, they've lost three in the bounce. Uh, lost to Elan, Gyeongnam, and of course, when you lose to Songnam, you know, it's time to call it a day. So, yeah, Elan, It's amazingly Elan haven't done all season. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so they lost the uh, weekend's game, Sunday's game, 4 1. Why don't you recap that, that fixture for us, sir? Uh, we won 4 1. You did, capped. You did how, go how, down and watch it, didn't you? Uh, that, that's I didn't what I heard. I didn't go down, it was too wet to go down. Um, You're so working your way through a big I mean, I just want to say, by the way, like, if anybody wants to check my Instagram, at Jamie from Space, it was very wet last Sunday and I still went down, you know. So, there's a lot of reasons why I didn't go down. Uh, one of them was like, I have a life. Anyway, point of the game, the crux of the matter. I finished 4-1 in Songnam. The crux of the matter is? Um, it was a pounding victory. Deserved. Deserved. Totally in control the whole game. Uh, 4-1 uh, the highlight of the match was uh, Philippe Horowski's uh, goal second uh, Sodom's second goal his, debut, his first ever goal for the club uh, pulled inside 1-2 cut by the man might have taken a touch too much but one on it and killed in the top left hand corner what, what was his name? Philippe Horowski so is that is that what relates into the intro music for this week? yeah so we chose that music by Felipe, that famous Brazilian singer film. We'd just like to formally announce that this week's podcast is sponsored by Ching Tao. Um, for a good time, make it a Ching Tao time. Actually, it should be added, this week's podcast was actually lost by Jamie uh, on his phone, and now we have to review it again at halftime. So, that segues us on nicely to another person who was lost. Segway? Was that word mean? To another person who was lost. Have you figured out how to spell it yet? Show.j, the songwriter manager, the C1 manager who was lost this week. Unsurprisingly, given the fact they haven't won a game since the 10th of July, which is just before March this season. This weekend, their tie against Danyang finished the each. Was he fired or did he jump? Again, it's one of those kind of key elite sackings where somebody makes a decision before the board makes a decision. So he resigned formally, but you know, I think it's fair to say that he just probably, probably jumped the point. So, Paul, I want to ask you a question at this point, right? Yeah. If you could choose any Super Manager to be fired, yeah. would it have been him? 
or would it have been uh, Saul? Um, I think Saul's doing a very good job. So would you like him to be fired or not fired? I'd like him to stay as long as he wants to stay. <laughs> Come on. I mean, like, I've heard of like, Saw time, which is when Sue won Lewis goals in the last five minutes. Yep. Uh, the Sue won fans last year hated Saw. Yep. Now he's like the legend. They all want him to stay. Yep. As a Saw fan, do you think he's good for Saw or good for Sue one? All, all I'll say is in the most recent Super match, when uh, he just announced he was going to sign, maybe signing a new contract, and the uh, Sue on Ultras held up a banner supporting him. All the F Soul, FC Soul fans clapped and applauded that banner. So yeah. that and tells you what you need to When you, Mark, when you ask, as a Soul fan, you mean FC Soul, not Soul Eland, is that right? Yeah. Oh, Soul fan, Eland. Soul Eland. Just, you know, we, say, we say Soul, we say Eland. Okay. Sure. You guys arrived second on the pitch. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Anyway, um, yeah, so Sue won this week, uh, two or three each. Um, when you say Sue won, you mean Sue won? <laughs> Blue Cubs, oh, or do you mean Suwon. FC Suwon? I mean the FC, uh, the, the challenge. Oh, the FC. I mean the challenge side, uh, Suwon, who are in the second division, who are yeah. yeah, to respect, uh, you know, to, to give them a full title. So yes, uh, Suwon FC. Just now, when you're talking about Songnam, do you mean the historically the historic Il-Lan Songnam that were good, or do you Il-Lan mean the current Il-Lan Songnam which are absolute shite? The artist formerly known as Songnam, is that true? Yeah. Anyway, guys, can we get back to the podcast? Yeah. So basically, like, Suwon FC, interesting, right? The manager was fired, jumped, pushed, ran, whatever. But he was, that, here's a club that everyone, the majority of people, anyway, maybe not everyone, a lot of people thought he'd bounce straight back up again. There's some good players, Bruce Jet, Adrian Lear. And yeah, they've been really bad this year. And I think when you look at the, the results last season, especially in the first half of the season when they were fifth, sixth, kind of hovering there, you're thinking, you know, could they possibly push for a playoff spot? You know, and obviously they plummeted towards the end of the season. But you know, by the same token, you know, this weekend they drew three each for Anyang. Pay some, pay some juice to Anyang. You know, like Anyang are doing okay this season, sitting in sixth place. Uh, Chosup J, um, who signed from John Buck in the summer, scored four or five goals in the last six or seven games for them. Um, podcast host Stevie's favourite player. Um, Homework. Stevie's favourite player. Uh, I'm going to go back and listen to episode three uh, if I get the chance. Um, but they, they face a tough challenge. You've never listened to episode three. I mean, even if I did, I don't think I would admit it just in case I got a rap on the door. So, yeah, I'm going to say no one's ever listened to episode three. But yes, uh, Anyang play both Eland and Jongnam respectively the next couple, couple of weeks. So, you know, obviously from the teams. The, the, the league's form sides, you know, so it could be a, it could be a tough one. Uh, how, did, how did Elan get on at the weekend? Well, interesting you ask, sir, because I may have been at that game. Um, Elan faced uh, the invincible Gyeongnam. Wait, weren't you working on Saturday night? No, unfortunately, um, unfortunately for Mark, uh, he has no jurisdiction over how I spend my time on a Saturday post 5 p.m. So yes, I was free to attend the uh, free to attend the Elan game. Give it a couple Our, of weeks, and we'll be back to afternoon kickoffs, and you'll be screwed then. Unfortunately, Jamie, that is actually not accurate. I have complete jurisdiction however he spends his Saturday nights. I think this podcast is enough to say about Jews in the past. So, anyway, yes, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, 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 you know, again, we talk about the Yeah, sorry, I meant, sorry, I abbreviated. Yeah, so, this weekend, Elan played host to, uh, to Gyeongnam. Gyeongnam, you know, absolutely unstoppable this season so far. A slight bump in the road, maybe five or six weeks ago, two or three games where they, you know, lost one or two, drew one. Elan just put it in bed this weekend, absolutely. Came out in the first half and just passed the ball around with no aim, you know. And in the second half, Troy Beck comes out, as he's done five times in, a, in the last five games. 
passes the ball into the far corner, makes it one 0 to to Elan, and they, to be fair, absolutely hung on for dear life. Um, yeah. Marcel for the pass. Terrible, right? To be fair, Marcel. Marcel's one of those players like he's either got it or he has it, and in this circumstance, he just did not have anything to make of the game. John Mingguang, I've said half, I've mentioned a few tweets, uh, and I wrote now in the podcast that uh, Elan is absolutely terrific. Um, Kareem Barese, as he's known amongst the Elan support. Um, you know, terrific, Elan, hang on, make it four wins in a row, ten points away from Songnam. Yeah, it's, a, it's an exciting so, thing to be an Elan supporter. Before we, move on, before we move on, right, you saw our Marcelo at Songnam as well, right? Mm-hmm. And he was pretty poor that night as well, right? Never been impressed by him. I've got to say, like, his, his scoring record suggests otherwise. He's a, you know, at this level, he's got a lot to bring in the game, but I just don't think his work rate's quite there. I don't think the big man wants to, you know, put his own ass. and I think... But yeah, he could have moved to China and, and, and refused to. Yeah, well, I mean, would you know? Would you know? Can I just want to ask you a question while we're talking about Elam? So, obviously there's no K-League Classic this weekend. Yeah. That presumably means a bumper crowd at Elam as all the uh, Suwon and Seoul fans rocked along to the Olympic Stadium and watched uh, a brand of watched BBC2 while BBC1 was off air BBC3 I mean <laughs> was the crowd bigger? Uh, not necessarily no. um, it was, I mean it was it was a slightly above average but it wasn't a, a big crowd um, I would like to say that it's a passionate crowd yeah. ok so if I can jump in here as well by the way obviously Elan had a five year plan they're ten years behind it yeah <laughs> uh, a <two> plan <laughs> so Obviously this year Playoffs are unlikely mm-hmm. Promotions Definitely not going to happen Yeah Do you think How many years Do you think Elan have left Well I've got two points To make here First and foremost I say that Playoffs are unlikely um, I don't necessarily Agree with that They're ten points Away from the you know, From fourth place um, There's a lot of games To play Songnam look patchy Certainly at home They don't look too good um, And I would also say that Ten years ago Songnam won the Champions League um, for the second time so you know if we're going to talk about fall from races I'd always say that you know, there's a reverse to that as well you know so maybe maybe a wee team can uh, you can team for you know okay. for jam so okay. can, can make a wee leap up the can league can you, you know? fall from grace when you've actually never been at grace that's range you have been bring shite from day one right so mm. can you actually fall from grace when you actually haven't been there what I'm asking you is right you then have a five year plan yeah there's nobody achieving it do you think they'll continue to go for another two years? Or do you think they'll, they'll just come up quits next year? I think confidently they will be here for, for the foreseeable future. And if they do call it quits, uh, will you be at Songnam next year or will you be at FC Seoul next year? I've not decided yet. I'm going to let you two, uh, you know, kind of um, auction my support. But well, that being said, I'm, I'm E-Man through. One, one, one club keeps your integrity. Uh-huh. The other club is FC Seoul. Uh-huh. One, one club is about 20 minutes from your home. The other club is like an hour and a half. And you know, that's how Paul so. recruits for the Diablos. It's like, have you ever seen Charlie Manson yeah. when he was recruiting? Yeah. It's the same idea. But anyway, yeah, so the Elan are doing pretty well this season. Four, four wins in a row. Alex injured. Looking forward to seeing Alex. I'm sure Elan are doing pretty well this season. They're doing pretty well this month. Yeah, I was saying that. Uh, you can even like, specify to Sorry, they're doing pretty well since literally I arrived. Okay, so let's move on, put the guys to the international game and watch them right now. Yeah. Uh, Paul, sum the game up in two words. I I believe I summed up earlier when I said it was, I wanted my money back. Okay, do you mean something in two words? Um, A stretch. Okay, so. In in news articles earlier this week, Son of Men was talking about how he wants to leave the national side. What was your opinion of him tonight? Terrible, as always. Anonymous. Anonymous. As always. I think Son Heung-min brings nothing, nothing 
two or three in that season. I think it's a tough gig for the guy. I think he's head and shoulders above everybody else in the team. I think he's got a few guys in there that can support him, but I think it's a tough gig for him. Just to see how it's going to start. Predictions, Paul, quickly. Surely the second half can't be any worse. Iran have not shown anything so far. They've not shown any ambition. If Korea actually put a few passes together, they could win this 1-0 or 2-1, I think. OK, Jamie. Um, it's been a hard to tell. Um, big crowd here. The referee is getting Korea absolutely everything. The referee is giving them absolutely everything in the first half. If this game's going to... If someone's going to score, it's going to be Korea. You're right. Iran have completely chucked it. They're not interested. I think 1-0 Korea at most. Nothing else. It's my prediction. Just, um, I've not checked the full half times, but halfway through the first half, Syria were beating Qatar, which actually puts them in contention. If, if Korea don't win this tonight, uh, and they go away to Uzbekistan and lose, then theoretically they could also be pipped by Syria for the playoff place. So, so Korea are in a bit of danger. They actually need to pull their finger out and uh, do something with this. Yeah, I know that the other do you think the Korean fans realise that, or do you think they're all here just thinking that that's them through the next World Cup? I think they've all been uh, wanking off over Son and Ming appearing on the big screen once in a while with a, with a second go for Lee Dong Gook when he's on the screen. Yeah, I can tell you for the fact China and Uzbekistan are going nothing each at half time. Uh, Syria and Qatar have uh, one each. Qatar have equalised, okay, so it's not yeah. as bad as it was, but if Syria win that then Co- and Korea don't win this, then they are in deep doo doo. Yeah, in Group B, Japan won 2 0. Uh, Iraq doesn't leave Thailand 1 0. Um, but yeah, we're, we're kind of expecting a, a good result here from South Korea to get them in a good position for winning the Uzbekistan game. Okay, so I guess we'll come back full time, give you an analysis of full time and preview the weekend's challenge games. So, so in, in, in terms of our comparing our voices before, during, and after the game, there's no problem now. The before, the before recordings are lost to time. Uh, the during recordings are fine. Slots. Fine. The after, well, have they run out of beer? No. Oh, you, you just went to the bathroom rather than going to the beer room? Uh, I have beers. You're just not sharing them? Not with you. Oh! Straight. You call it here. So, are we going to have some interim, an interim outro to break up this? No. no. Unless we're going to go for a flock of seagulls again. Iran. Okay, why not? So here we are back for part two of the this week's podcast. We're standing outside Sangam post match. Finish nil nil. Uh, anything to add from what we said at half time? Or uh, yes, I'd like to add so uh, so. Korea are even worse than I thought they were. Uh, Iran went down to 10 men yeah. about 10 minutes in. Yeah, not even that late. Like, uh, the, the Iranian guy stamped on the Korean guy's head when he was lying prone yep. on the ground. So the referee placed sanctions against him? Yeah. Um, he got a direct Twitter, he got a, a tweet from Trump saying, <laughs> He's no longer welcome in the US. Um, from there on, Korea yeah. huffed and puffed. And puffed and huffed, um, cooked nothing, and were actually woeful is the word I want to use. O- over the 90 minutes, did they make the Iranian keeper make a save? No. Enough said. I don't think it was that bad. I think if you look at the balance of play, I think Iran are a good team, a really good team. Um, I think they're a good defensive team as well. Like so, when you go to the ten men and you kind of like coming to a place like Korea anyway, which is for them the second biggest team or the second biggest challenge in the in the group. 
and you're playing, you know, kind of one man up front and ten men at the back anyway. I would really like say that the biggest problem that Korea faced tonight was the fact that they did not know how to exploit a team playing with ten men. Because logic tells you that when you're playing against ten men, spread the ball. From wing to wing, spread the ball, wing to wing. How many times did we see players in midfield hold the ball and put it back to where it was congested with Iranian defenders? You know what I mean? I think Jamie's been very um, magnanimous. Magnanimous. Uh, I personally think Korea were utterly, utterly shite. Uh, I think there's one player in particular who was the worst on the pitch. Sonomin. Sonomin. Like, if Korea want to do anything and win anything, the Asian Cup, qualify at the World Cup group, they have to drop that muppet. He's useless in a Korean national shirt. He might be great at Tottenham, might score like 400 goals a week, whatever he's been doing, and a Korean shirt, and no offense, man, Jimmy, I've watched a lot more Korean national games than you have over the last couple of years. He is shite in a Korean national shirt. I think you and I have agreed about this in the past. He just, he may be a brilliant individual player, but when he goes into the Korean team, He's terrible. He doesn't link up with the other players. He's, he doesn't do anything by himself. He's just... He's a great player, I suppose. And he was great before that as well at, uh, in Germany. But in the Korean national team, he's a luxury they cannot afford right now. Yes, I understand what you're saying. Like, yes, he's not putting his weight in the context of what his weight is in that team. But I would say that, you know, if he was playing for Jumbuk, you know, uh, Jumbuk, I should say, um, then he would be playing in that team and you would be surprised by how good he was my point is that in the Korean national team he's terrible but no, no. And, but we're now no, 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 we're now on three managers now three managers that's not manager Cut. that guy he, he like, I mean like look at his squad selection like, three coaches no, can't no. play this guy no. the guy is a waste of space I mean, the, guy should, the guy should not be okay my oh, one thing to say and that is my personal opinion i said it for two years now three years now on the podcast I can understand you He's not good enough for the Korean team. Okay, a couple of questions for you. First question, 15 minutes ago, Kim Shinnok comes on. Did he make any impact at all? Three minutes Three minutes left, the the Goop comes on. Did he do anything? That's, that's a double, that, you can't ask that question. Uh, I disagree. 15 minutes ago, Kim Shinnok comes on. The ball starts getting pumped forward. You cannot argue that the last 10 minutes of that game, it was much more direct. It didn't make any difference in the context of the well, question he asked was, did it make a difference? The question he asked was, did it make a difference? That's you mean tactically or performance-wise? Well, I mean, it didn't change the scoreline, but... I mean, right, so yeah. that, I think that, you, you would have to imagine that the question Paul was alluding to was, did they improve the performance of the play? I mean, the performance were, the were you more hopeful that they would score in yes, those last 15 definitely. minutes yes. after he came on? In that respect, yes. the performance changed. I was more hopeful they would score. They didn't. But I was more hopeful they would score because they would... Therefore, putting, they were now putting in the long ball in. Okay. And to then, be honest, I'd have put it from the start. And then the. the I guess a big team, like Iran, have like big, tall defenders. Do you know that from your, yourself, the big Iranian? You love big Iranian. So, um, the rookie should run from the beginning. Okay, of course, the, the last really obvious question is. Uh, obviously, Shin Taehyung's first game tonight. Did you see many changes from what we've, what we've seen recently with the Stilica? I saw the same team that. So I said it to Jamie during the game. Even uh, though there are half a dozen, even though there are half a dozen changes, you've seen the same sort of. So what I said to Jamie was like, I, I felt that 
when Uli took over, when he went to the Asian Cup, I felt that Shinta Young might have a rather influence on the team that went to the Asian Cup. Yep. And I can assure you, that was Uli's first kind of appointment. Uh, I felt it was the same team. I felt same squad, same ideas, same system for the Asian Cup, same system that Uli played. Uh, I saw nothing different. I saw nothing innovative. I saw nothing to suggest that Shin will be manager come 2018. I think the Korea needs a lot. Korea needs a manager they can man manage. Korea needs someone that can come in who's not Korean, first of all. Need, need a foreign manager. They need, they, come they, in, they need Hansen Hong. If someone come in, take that team, shake Son Hyo Min by the, by the ankles, kick him in the head a couple of times, get him playing as a team player, yep. motivate Key to still want to be in a national team. And make the best out of young players like Kwon and you know players like Kutacho who have like just disappeared from the national team. And uh, that's what they need. And coming in and making Kim Young Kwan the captain, it's not going to motivate a team to beat Iran. It's not it's not going to motivate them. So in terms of results within the group as a whole, uh, obviously Korea have drawn nil nil um, with Iran. Uzbekistan, Korea's closest challenger before tonight have well, China have actually done us a bit of a favour. China beat Uzbekistan 1-0 at home. Um, but Syria kind of sneaked in there, uh, beat, three, uh, beat Qatar, sorry, 3-1. 3-1? Uh, yeah, 3-1 at, uh, at home. Yeah. Okay, so that, so that leaps them forward into third place yeah, in the group, in the playoff in, spot. It leaves them in third place. It means that Korea pretty much needs to turn up to Uzbekistan and grab a point. That should be sufficient, that should guarantee qualification. But um, Syria are away to Iran, right? Which is obviously a tough place to go. It's a tough place to go unless you're Syria. That's the one thing I would say. I would asterisk that by saying, yeah, if you're Syria, you've got the best chance of getting the result away from one player. Because they, they, they play no games at home, so every game they've played so far has been away. Yeah. Uh, yes, but uh, also because of other factors, political factors, let's say. So we're going to say that Iran, who have already qualified, guaranteed first place in the group. You know, playing Syria at home, I would say that Syria have a better chance of a favourable result than most. Uh, so, first question: Will Korea qualify? Yes. Yes. Uh, will they do it in style with a win in um, Tashkent? Uh, no, they won't. They will be very undeserving of qualifying, and they'll qualify because our teams were worse than them. Okay. Uh, I give you that. I think they'll qualify. I think they'll qualify because they are genuinely the second best team under poor stewardship. But I think we are the second best team in the, in the group. Next question, uh, rolling on from what you just said. Uh, do, did Korea tonight look any different from what they looked under Stilika? And do you support Shin Tae-yong as the new manager? As uh, he, as no he did a good no. job? I would say no or no, and I'll tell you why. Because I think the team tonight looked very similar to the team that uh, was picked for the Asian Cup. Yep. Which I think was probably picked by Shin anyway. Yep. Uh, what I was really surprised about most was that when Shin took over as, as manager, he didn't promote any of his young guys. The guys who like he did really well with the guys who qualified for the Olympic Games and blah 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 with Moon Chai Young. Like he didn't bring any of them through. Yeah. He went with the tried and tested. Yeah. Which to me suggests that he was maybe involved quite heavily with Uli's team selection anyway. Okay. And I felt tactically they were the same. Predictable, boring, lethargic, unimaginative. And uh, if Iran had won that game, 
no one could have been disappointed to be perfectly honest Do you agree Jamie? I don't No, I think in the context of this group he was much safer going with tried and tested than two games before the end of the qualifying campaign throwing in some 19 year olds who have actually probably just been dismissed by Barcelona in the past year or four days so yes I can understand what Mark's saying it does definitely look as if he's going with tried and tested in the sense that he's probably not going to try anything too special this campaign yeah. but I would say that absolutely tonight and especially against Uzbekistan on Wednesday definitely better to go with players that he knows you know even Edon Guk you know who's, who's a bit older you know who, 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 who we know how he plays and everybody knows how he plays better to go with him than a young guy who's untested ok Edon Guk came on with about two minutes to go did he have any kind of impact at all? too long time no enough time would you have brought him on earlier? probably yes because Son Youngman is a, is a donkey the Wookiee came on with about 15 minutes to go. Did he have any impact at all? Not on his score, but probably on the way that the team played. Would you have brought him on earlier? I'd have started him. Would you, would you start either of them against Uzbekistan on Wednesday? I would start I would the Wookiee. Start the Wookiee. And I'll tell you why I would start the Wookiee. I'll tell you, tell you why. I would start the Wookiee because I think the Wookiee, that, well, with this height, needs to be started against any team that has big, tall defenders. Absolutely. And Uzbekistan are big, tall defenders, as do Iran. I think playing a little midget, like uh, Son Heung-min uh, is not productive for career. Um, I would drop Son and I would start the rookie against Uzbekistan. Okay, uh, last two questions. Uh, first question, will career qualify? Yes, he'll qualify. Yes. Uh, second question, who will go into the playoffs? Will it be Syria or Uzbekistan? I have no idea, but I'm going to see Syria. I've got a sneaky feel in China. China okay. are nine points just now, three points off. Syria play a tough tie, and I think Korea might win in Uzbekistan at, so, at best. So I've got a okay. China might sneak it. I would like so, to. So China have to go, presumably have to travel to Qatar and score a shitload of goals to actually qualify. Well, I mean, can they go to Qatar? And I would disagree with Jamie a little bit there. I think, uh, I think Korea won't win in Uzbekistan. To be perfectly honest, I think they'll draw. Which is going to have to get me through. And I think Syria. Looking at that Iran team, that Iran team has no interest, they're, they're finished, they're qualified, they're bored. Many's a captain, for political reasons, yeah. uh, I think Iran will probably, they won't lose the city, but they may get a draw, I'm not sure where that places all the teams, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but I think Korea will not beat Uzbekistan, they'll get a draw, I think Syria will draw by Iran, and whatever that leaves everyone in the playoffs is where it leaves them. Okay, last question for tonight. What's going to happen in the K-League Challenge this weekend? Uh, Sonam will win. They're at home. Pusan uh, will win. Kangnam will win. will win. Elam will win. Yep. And if they against the Rockland each other, that will be right. Anyang won't lose. Tejan will lose. I think um, Elam, they're at home to our way to Suwon. That will be an away a win. Okay. Sonam are at home to Ansan. Yep. That will be a home win. Yep. Uh, Gyeongnam will win whoever they play against unless it's Pusan who will win whoever they play against unless it's Gyeongnam This week I'm calling Gyeongnam to win uh, I'm calling Ansan Songnam to draw I'm calling Elan to win five in a row because I'm not going to be there uh, I'm calling Buchon to win make it three in a row because Wagadino's in really good form and I'm calling Busan to make it uh, Busan sorry to make it I think it's four or five in a row against Dejon away the only thing I can see that impedes that is if uh, Dejon got a nice bounce from a new manager also there's I would have to say I would have to say there's no chance of a draw at Tanjong against Ansan also there's one game in the Classic is there not? Cheju against Kwangju yeah, there's uh, the Battle of the Oranges 
um, that will be a, a win for Jeju. Okay. I don't think we, I think, uh, Jeju to win, no now again, for Guangzhou, which is a huge loss, um, but I would take uh, Jeju to win that I think it's too early for Kempak Bum to have an effect, I think give him a couple of games and he will have an effect, and he will stop Guangzhou losing, but right now it's too early for him, okay. we'll see Jeju victory. Uh, and what would you like to choose for the outro tonight? Well, I think the way that, uh, as we discussed earlier, I think Song, uh, I think uh, Korea will qualify, but they won't do it pretty. So I think the only way, the only entry that we can, we possibly have, is. <laughs>